Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of the Just a Little Shady podcast. I'm your host, Haley Jade, here with my co-host, Brittany Adney. And we are going to get right into a weekly recap because the last time you saw us, we were at Lollapalooza, which was seriously so fun. But right away, we definitely had some lessons that we learned doing a little traveling festival podcast. So I feel like we need to talk about some things that we kind of missed because we decided that we were going to record on the second day of the festival And we just honestly didn't get to talk about a lot of the things that we saw and did after that. So first of all, while we were recording our last episode, we actually missed two of the people we were talking about that we were so excited to see. What's crazy is that I realized in real time as we were recording, and you can't see it because... The camera is off my face at that time, but there is a significant period of time where my face drops because I realized that Tanache is on stage as we were recording. I was looking at the set lists and I saw their name and then I saw the time on my phone and I knew right then and there I couldn't break your heart that yeah, it was happening and we were missing out. I know. It was I, sad. I had a feeling when we were, it was taking us a while to get everything set up because like we said last time, we brought the entire set from home. Mm-hmm. So we had to get everything set up before. And as things were taking a little longer, I refused to look at the time before we started because I was like, I don't want to know if I'm yeah. missing anything. Like I will be too upset. Yeah. But yeah, we missed Tanache. And then we also miss King Princess. I was really disappointed about that because we did get to see her at an after show. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal performance. Would have loved to see them again, but there's always, you learn. Yeah, there's always next time. And then we also kind of just wanted to go through and talk about who we did end up seeing after because we recorded Friday. So after we were done, we saw people Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday. So... We went right after we were done and we saw Glass Animals on Friday. Yes, and that was such an unexpectedly phenomenal performance. Yeah. Because I only knew Heat Waves and didn't know any of their other songs, but I loved every single moment. You could just tell that they were having the time of their lives on that stage. Well, I don't know if it was just me, but the lead singer was giving very much Harry Potter vibes. That could have been it. That could have been it. So we might have been biased to just love them anyways. But also, we didn't know they were from the UK. No, and that happened so much throughout the festival. So many artists that I did not realize were from the UK. Yeah. It was wild. Dua Lipa, Tovlo, Charlie XCX, James Hype. There was a lot of people that were from the UK. they're like taking over. Though. I know. I know. I'm happy though. I love like listening when they're talking in between the music. I'm just like, yes. Their like, accents keep are talking. so good. Yeah. So then we, we saw Dua Lipa on Friday night too, which I iconic. I, there's, yeah. I don't even know what to say. I've seen a lot of, I feel like on TikTok of her too doing her performances, but obviously in person, like you just can't beat it. So that was a lot of fun. She did so much dancing. She 
her dancers did not quit that entire time. But she time. didn't either. And I no. was just thinking, like, how do you sound this good? If I walk up the stairs, I can't speak. So what yeah. are you up to? She's like, got to be doing crazy cardio or something because she was not. And I feel like we were talking about that throughout the set. We're like, she has not stopped no, it this was, an entire time. And it was a longer set. So I was yeah, thoroughly impressed. impressed. Yeah, that was crazy. And then we also missed Fletcher. Who we, Super sad about that one. I know. We talked about that too during our Lala one last weekend and we ended up missing it because I feel like this was a pretty good reason though. We got IVs for like, we thought we were going to be super hungover. So we scheduled IVs, which we kind of were, we weren't that bad though. Honestly, we could have used them probably. It was pretty early in the morning. I was pretty asleep as we were walking there. Half drunk and I didn't really have time to get hungover, I guess, before we went. Yeah, it was a very odd experience for me. I'm not scared of needles. I've never had a problem with like getting my blood drawn or tattoos, but I don't know why I was terrified throughout like the whole experience because what happened with at least the place we went to was we went with the group of us. Wait, we you were terrified, you said? I was terrified. I was actually really heck? nervous. I got really nervous. And I was trying not to tell anyone, but I got nervous that I was going to pass out while it was happening. What? Yeah. So we- I felt so comfortable. So did that you? Is, you were yeah. the first one to go too, which is crazy. Maybe that was key because I just got it over with right away. No, I was really nervous. They We took all of us into- the party room. We asked. We, yeah, asked we did ask to be in the party room. So it was just like couches, a TV, <laughs> and then they would take us one by one into, in a, it looked like a clinic or something of that sort where they would actually put the IV in. And then they had anti-nausea, anti-pain medicine that you could get as an option too. And the whole time, I think that I alarmed the medical staff there too because I wasn't looking I was staring off to the left and they were like, are you okay? It's, is something wrong? Like, I just don't want to look at it. I'm a little nervous. And I kept thinking I was going to pass out. I feel like when you get in your head in those situations, though, it's so much worse. But I am the total opposite. I have to be in control of everything at all times. Yeah. So I stare at the needle. Did going, you really? Like, you watched the whole thing? I, every time I've ever gone to the doctors and like had to get... I have to see it go in because really? I don't want them missing and I'm watching you. And like, <laughs> if it looks like it's not a vein or something, I'm like, oh, oh, one second. One well, that second. surprised me too because they, they had it way off to the right side, which I couldn't tell until I was actually even so then in you the were party like room. freaked out. You're like, yeah. this isn't the normal. It was yeah. so far to the right. And then even afterwards, I had a few bruises, which our friend Tracy's a nurse and told me that that's super normal. But I was, even when I went back into the room and was with you, I would not move my arm. I kept it straight the entire time. I feel like that's pretty common though, too. Like I, I'm the same way. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I'm totally fine with it, which honestly, I, I don't have any tattoos, but I feel like I probably would do really well with it because- yeah. As long as they know what you're up to, like it doesn't, <laughs> the pain of it doesn't bother me. Like I just need to be able to watch you. Be able to understand yeah. what's going on. But I felt so comfortable the whole time and I feel like it was so worth it. So if you ever do one of those, it's definitely, I mean, we thought it helped. Every single one of us thought it helped, but mm -hmm. also just fun fact. So they had a really expensive one that was called like the hangover IV. Mm -hmm. And if you're ever planning to go to one, you don't have to get that one hydration is like the main thing so you're getting that with any of them 
We did the one that was like the least expensive and mm-hmm. you could still add in the pain meds and the anti-nausea. So it was worth it. And it wasn't that expensive because you don't have to do the hangover one if you ever want to do them. And honestly, I do recommend the party room. If you can get a group of friends to do it, that was, I think it was fun having all of us there. It made it more of an experience. I don't know if I would necessarily go by myself. I would have felt weird by I myself. Feel, yeah, I would have felt weird alone, but with a group just hanging out, because you have to sit there for 34 to 30 to 45 minutes after for the whole process to happen. Yeah. So doing it as a group was way more fun. We got breakfast after. It was a whole thing. Yeah, so we... We, oh, yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Where did we went to? We just went to the hotel breakfast, I think, that day. Oh, okay. I see it's such it's a all blur, a blur, everything. Also, that being said, my voice is still recovering. Mm-hmm. I it's just now hitting me. It like started two days ago. So just please ignore the I don't know what's going on. So just please ignore whatever I sound kind of funny. Um, <clears throat> we did see though. So we missed Fletcher because we were getting the IVs. And then we saw Chelsea Cutler. For so like, good every time. This she was like does our, not miss. How many times was that now? At least four or five because we've seen her at Lollapalooza at least twice. twice. We've seen her when she's In come Detroit. to Detroit. So this might have been the fourth time. And she brought out Quinn 92, who is incredible he's also from detroit and from detroit shout out the first time i saw him was actually in florida and i didn't realize that he was from detroit and i was like oh that's cool that his jumpsuit says detroit like you don't see that very often well we saw a bunch of people with like detroit hats and stuff and we're like is like chelsea cutler's not from detroit and -hmm. then we were like is she about to bring out quinn 92 because she's brought him out before yeah. They're like friends and stuff. So we were like, is he is he here? And then he was. So it was really cool to see that. And then we saw YG. Yes. Which was really fun. And he brought out like somebody from the audience and gave them a chance to shout out and like talk to the audience. It was really funny. And the cool. fan was thriving. <laughs> I think they were a little bit in shock at first because it took them a minute to actually say anything. Once they got going, they had like a full on speech. speech yeah. It was great. It was cool. It's always fun, too. We were kind of playing a guessing game a couple times to see if crowd interactions were real or not. Mm-hmm. And that was one that we felt like was so real. Oh, yeah. That one was felt very real. Yeah. Glass Animals did one, too, and with like a pineapple. pineapple. That yeah. felt real because they had to like figure things out. It wasn't super seamless. So Glass Animals had a they have a song called Pineapple. Yes. And they apparently used to throw the pineapple into the crowd. But he said, for legal reasons, they no longer can throw the pineapple. (laughs) I need to know the story behind that. Same. I'm really curious. I mean, I'm sure somebody just got clonked with the pineapple. um, Or they fought over the pineapple, to be honest. Um, So he, they were trying to figure out how to get this audience member the pineapple because they had a sign that said something about give me the pineapple. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that one I feel like was real as well. Um, And then who else? Oh, Big Sean was Saturday. Yes. Really fun. We kind of talked about that a little bit in the last episode. Um, But something I posted on my TikTok, I did a little recap video on my TikTok. I was trying to be funny. (laughs) But um, he brought out Janae Aiko. And I hope I'm saying that right. I did not say it right when I said it on my TikTok, but... 
she's pregnant with his kid. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen. Seriously, you could tell how grateful he was that she was there and came out with him. It was just so cute. Definitely um, couple goals. Yeah. It's on my TikTok, too, if you want to see the video of them together on the stage. It, it was, was really cute. Yeah. You could just tell how much that he loves her and how excited he is to be a dad. And I forget what he said. to. Oh, no, he said it to the crowd. He was like, you don't know how much she's been through to be here right now with all of you. Give it up for her. Well, can you imagine, first of all, performing at all, but performing pregnant? No, no way. Like, all props to her. That was, and it was just really really cute and sweet Mm -hmm. also j cole was saturday and we were talking about this so awesome performance crowd was crazy interactive like loving the whole thing but we were talking about this we realized as he was performing i had seen some articles talking about how he was a professional basketball player it's absolutely wild to me and it just blows my mind like how could you be that good at two things and have the time for both things. Because those are things that you have to be, I feel like, so completely committed, committed to. But to make time for both of those very grueling careers. Yeah. How? How does he find the time of the day? Well, he did title his album, I think it was his last album, Off Season. Like, as that if he sense. made it in the off season of basketball. But so we have some facts if anyone's interested. We thought it was so interesting. Like I was interested. You? you were telling me this in the crowd. And I was like, there's no way. There's no way that he's out here doing both. Yeah. So apparently he was playing professional basketball in 2021 with the Rwanda Patriots um, in the Basketball Africa League. And now he's going to be playing in Canada on the Scarborough Shooting Stars as a guard. So... And he's still making music. It's crazy. <laughs> Good for him. I appreciate the hustle How there. does it feel to be that talented? I will never know. <laughs> and multiple things. Um, And then Sunday, we saw Charlie XCX, Kid Leroy. So good. Which we were really excited about seeing Kid Leroy. I was pumped. I was very excited, especially with it. We talked about this on the last podcast, but with them both being on Sunday to have such a strong lineup for that day, we were, we were ready to go. Well, we also got kind of wild before the festival on Sunday. (laughs) This was unexpected. And I did not think that I was going to be able to get y'all on board because I woke up a little bit early on Sunday was, you know, browsing the different restaurants in the area made a couple of restaurants just to feel it out with the group you know maybe we'll want to go to breakfast maybe we'll do something chill or maybe we'll get some bottomless mimosas so usually when we go to Chicago never at the same time as Lollapalooza no because you would think we would want to be refreshed and not show up responsible yeah but We were like, you know what? We stayed in on Saturday night. We Mm -hmm. did the responsible thing. Mm -hmm. We were definitely getting drained at that point. And we thought, you know, Sunday fun day. We will go to Bottomless Mimosas. So we tried this new place. It's called Radio Room. Mm -hmm. Very cute restaurant. Very good food. So their food was incredible. Bottomless mimosas for, I think, $35. So Which if you're, is a good deal for Chicago, I feel like. Yeah. If you're in downtown Chicago, check it out. But 
the funniest part about it, it honestly ended up being one of our most favorite memories, which is crazy because <laughs> of everything we saw and did this weekend, past weekend. But we are sitting there and we're right by the DJ booth, not by choice, there just happens to be a DJ booth where we got sat. And we happened to sit there for what reason? I don't know. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they bring out desserts with sparklers. I and was really surprised because they brought out one and not only did they bring out one, but they brought a second dessert. So there was enough for the whole table, which one would have been more than enough. But we didn't ask for this. So we were so <laughs> confused. We were like, okay, thank you. And he's like, it's on the house. And we're like, okay. And we're all excited. Then all of a sudden, here comes a round of shots for free with sparklers. At this point, we're like, what do they know? Yeah. What do they know that we don't? (laughs) And (laughs) so we're sitting there enjoying, you know, what's going on, laughing so hard. We could not stop laughing. Our cheeks hurt from smiling, seriously. So then we take that shot. And mind you, this is already five bottomless mimosas Where deep. We did, our waiter was hustling. Like I did not, not see the bottom of my, it was truly a bottomless mimosa. He was around, he was like, oh, I'll be back in two minutes. And I kid you not, to the second, I think he was back in two minutes filling up our mimosa glasses because I didn't see the bottom of it the entire time. I could not tell you how many mimosas I consumed. Same. It was out of control. And then we take that. We're laughing so hard. Here comes another round of shots with sparklers. I thought they were going to another table at that point, but it was pretty hard for them to go anywhere else because we were so secluded for no reason. They just come up the stairs with this. I'm like, I I truly could not stop laughing. And so apparently what the story (laughs) was, there was one of our friends who when we first walked in and we sat by the DJ, he dapped up the DJ. Was like just excited to like, he's like big into like networking, I feel like. Yeah. And just wanted to request a song, was chatting it up with the guy. So apparently the manager thought he was a rapper that was performing (laughs) at Lollapalooza on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So that's what all the free stuff was about. And once we found out that that was the reason we were getting all this free stuff, we could not contain ourselves. We were laughing out of control because this friend is no rapper. No, (laughs) no, no, no. Honestly, so it was just really fun and we recommend bottomless mimosas before we and we I said too in the TikTok I posted about it I'm like recommend but I don't know if I recommend because honestly we were pretty tipsy by the time we got to the festival on Sunday and it was Sunday so like we have no chill but I said recommend but don't but I overall feel like it was one of our funnest most fun I think you say not fun most fun most fun mornings getting ready It was. It brought the energy we needed for our last day of Lala. And I think that's, without a doubt, one of my most, most fun. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're a lot of fun. It was so, it was so good. Um, But apparently when we got home from Lala, Mm. Miss Brittany did not get enough. Four days of music is not enough. We had to add on a day five of Lala. 
Don't say we. It was all you. I, I didn't go. <laughs> myself and my boyfriend went to see One Republic. We bought tickets forever ago. When I bought the tickets initially, I didn't realize one that we were going to Lala that weekend. Two, how close these tickets would be to Lala. But I had to go because it's at anyone that's from Michigan knows DTE. It's such a fun venue. It's outdoors. Any concert you go there, it's going to be a good time. Also, I was really excited to see One Republic because I had never seen them in concert before. And I kid you not, I had an incredible time. I don't know how I had the energy for that concert, but it was I knew every single song they did. They did a lot of covers of songs that they had written for other artists because I didn't know the lead singer wrote Halo by Beyonce and Sucker for the Jonas Brothers. So all in all, 10 out of 10, recommend. Probably need some more sleep in my life because yeah, it's been I a cannot, lot. I forgot you had that. And when we got home and I slept for at least 24 hours straight, and you said you were going to another concert. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I got multiple messages like, Brittany, how are you at, doing this right yeah. now? Weren't you just at Lollapalooza? <laughs> yes, I was. Yes, I had. I still had to go. I couldn't not go. Wild. <laughs> you also said, though, DT kind of, I haven't been there in a while. No, I hadn't either. And they've clearly upgraded or done like some additions to it. Because there were so many, we got there pretty early and One Republic didn't go on until like 9.15. So we were walking around a bit and they had a lot of really cute little areas to sit, like different vendor booths. This one area, I forget what it was called. I think it was almost called the treehouse and it looked like a treehouse. There was a little bridge and I, I, at first I thought it was a VIP section or something, but it wasn't. It was a little bridge over to this deck area and a bunch of different vendors food yeah. drinks i love outdoor concerts i just haven't gone because we gotta go to another one i know it just honestly after going to lala i feel like i see everybody that i want to see right and i'm so concert out at that point i don't even think that's a thing but I'm just good. Like, I'm all set. But see, I thought I was, but Wonder or One Direction. It's <laughs> wild because <laughs> what? I, I think I'm saying that because actually at the concert, One Republic did make several jokes about One Direction. They're like, some of you might be here because you thought you were buying tickets to a One Direction concert. And they like called him out with. <laughs> With some comments, they were like, the one difference between us and One Direction is we have more hits. And I was like, he just said that. Oh, my God. He had a lot of, like, they were funny jabs. He meant no harm by them. But I was not expecting that kind of energy to be brought. And it was was incredible. You should have been there. Yeah, I myself thought I was done traveling, and I thought you were absolutely out of control. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up going up north with Evan's family. Surprised me. I was surprised too. Mm-hmm. Well, when we got home, so we had to board the dogs. And when we got home and picked them up, Wolf was not talking to me <laughs> for a day. And I felt so guilty. I was so sad. And after the first day, everything was fine. He stopped being stubborn and was being back to his old self. But... So we're finally settling in. I'm catching up on sleep. I've got the dogs. I'm all happy to be home. Mm -hmm. And then Evan's like, 
yeah, well, actually, remember we were supposed to go up north? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I don't <laughs> remember. <laughs> like, what do you mean? And so we ended up packing up on Wednesday and mm-hmm. going up north until Thursday. So we only stayed for a day, but I was so ready to be back in my bed and just rest and yeah, it was wild. I was surprised at myself, but the dogs got to stay with Auntie B. Auntie B. I yeah. do. I am the resident babysitter of the dogs when yeah. they're away, and it's my favorite time. They're little angels. They are little angels. They they behave with me. <laughs> I think it was this past week. It was after Lala. You saw a crazy ad. Oh, it was after Lala. So we saw this ad campaign that Soul Cycle did. Where they 100% came for Peloton. I was, I thought it was a spoof ad because I know on the internet, like, you can't trust everything you read or see on the internet. And I know there's a lot of, like, spoof, you know, funny advertisements or different things. This was 100% real that SoulCycle is looking to buy Peloton bikes off of people and then give them a membership. Yeah, is that so what it is? It was something like if you turn over your Peloton, <laughs> turn over, turn over, <laughs> bring me your bike. Yeah, I'm serious. I think that's the word they use. But <laughs> if you turn over your Peloton bike to SoulCycle, they were gonna give the first however many people who did it free classes for like a year or something, like in person classes. I have questions because, like, what? do they plan to do with these bikes? Are they going to rebrand them and use them in their studios? Are they going to give them away to their employees? They're going to have a roast and burn them down. (laughs) Take a video. I don't know with the the way they're going with this ad. It could, it could lead there. It could could get crazy. That's what we're going to see next week. I'm scared. Yeah. So that was kind of wild. The people were not happy about it in the comments. I didn't see the comments. I just saw what you sent me. Yeah, so the comments were very much negative. They were like, where are you going with this? Why would you come for another brand that's low? And a lot of the people were actually, because it was on SoulCycle's account. Yeah. So they were followers of SoulCycle that were count, like saying this. It's so weird to me because when I see things like that or things that large companies will put out to the world, who was in that room who green lit this and said that this was okay because I you got to believe with something with that that many people had to approve this idea yeah for it to get that far yeah get that far be shown to the public and not one person was like maybe not yeah maybe this isn't okay yeah well the people were not happy I mean the people of the internet be wild in and again I mean what are they doing with these bikes? And then that's what I need to know. And I, I feel like it just in a way doesn't even equate because if you're taking your at home bike to trade in to go into in person classes, not the same. It's not the same thing. So no. you're clearly, it's a different market almost. I feel like I think so because I think there's a difference between people who want to have the convenience of having it in their own home and be able to have that at-home experience, if they live a busy life, don't live by a lot of studios, whatever it might be. And then I think it's totally different for someone that wants to be able to go in person, have that face-to-face interaction. 
it seems like two different target markets. Yeah. I'm very much too. I've felt this way on social media for a long time, but your success cannot be compared to someone else's success. And it doesn't need to take away from someone else's no. success for you to be more successful. And in this instance, it's like that's what they were directly trying to they were trying to take the success of another company mm-hmm. to give them more success. And it just, I feel like it backfired. I, I feel like it's not, not a cute look, Mm-mm. but not cute. Yeah. Not cute. Okay. So that was a real life shady story. We on have top of, <laughs> on top of, on top of, we have a couple shady stories that were submitted from you guys. So we're going to read three, Shady stories. There's no theme to these ones. No, they were random. And let me tell you, I read through a lot of shady stories this week. And there are some really good ones I'm right excited. now. So I didn't. Britt was in charge of putting these <laughs> ones together. So I'm a little nervous. I, I don't know what I'm getting into here. But I'm going to read the first one. Okay. Let's do it up. <laughs> don't set me up. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the first shady story goes. So when my ex-boyfriend and I first started hanging out, he wouldn't make a move. We hung out all day, every day for eight days and nothing. So I thought he friend-zoned me. He was a playa playa. So one night we were at my apartment and a neighbor I used to hang out with walked past my apartment and saw I was with the guy. He texted me and said, if you're bored with him, come upstairs. So naturally when my ex fell asleep, I went upstairs with my dog to use as a cover and I came back around 6 a.m. He was still passed out on my couch and woke up when I walked in, and I said I was walking my dog. He never found out, but you can assume what happened upstairs. So I thought this story was funny for a lot of reasons. I'm glad you thought it was funny. Well, I thought it was funny that the term... So shady. Playa Playa was used really caught my attention. It was so casual too. The whole thing is grammatically correct and then just Playa <laughs> Playa. Playa. No, yeah, everything is literally to a T grammatically correct. And then I found it really interesting that they thought far enough in advance to bring their dog and subject their dog Bro. to that situation. <laughs> I hope the dog had a blindfold. Um, <laughs> but seriously... Yeah, that was very calculated when you think about it. Super calculated, and I understand why it is her ex-boyfriend now, but... Yeah, yeah. Poor guy. He didn't know what what was going on. He never found out. Mm -mm. We found out. Mm -hmm. We're judging. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it it is a like... I always say this, I feel like, with every story, but I could just never live with myself. No. How, how could How you? long did they date for after this? Especially if this was early on, and that's when you're supposed to be so excited. Yes, so in love. Yeah. But mm-mm, not in this case. I wonder, you know, maybe, maybe they're with the neighbor upstairs now. <laughs> could be. All right, let's get into the second one. Okay, this one's a little bit longer. So... Through all of high school, I had the same boyfriend who was two years older than me. To say it was a toxic situation would be an understatement. Hindsight 2020, as they say. One of my best friends is also my first cousin, and we've been close sisters since I was born. She is one month and 27 days older than me, and she will be the first to tell you. My boyfriend and I broke up for the final time 
right before our senior prom. It's important to note that when prom dates were decided, my boyfriend and I were not together at that time. So I was going with a male friend and we were going back together when we got back together. My boyfriend was going with my best friend so we could all be together in a group for prom. Unfortunately, by the time that prom rolled around, we, my boyfriend and I, were no longer to get, no longer on speaking terms, but she was close with him, so they decided to go together anyways, with my blessing. Fast forward a few weeks after prom, we were heading on our senior trip to the lake, and my best friend was acting all types of shady, but I didn't really think too much of it. We graduate high school and are deep into summer when we decide to meet up with a group of girls to go out for pizza. I was riding with my best friend and another one of our friends was driving. All of a sudden, I get a text message from my best friend that says, I've been, in, I've been with Kayla for only 10 minutes and your name has already been brought up. Dot, dot, dot. I'm sitting there in shock as this text was obviously meant for my ex. I look at her sitting in the back seat and she just knows that I know now and we need to have a serious conversation. Turns out my best friend had secretly been dating my ex behind my back for over three months. We live in a small town, so all of our friends knew that this was happening and everyone kept me in the dark the entire time. He was absolute trash, so she, if she wanted him after everything that he did, then that was on her. They even went as far to meet up in random parking lots and leave their cars in different places so I would never see their cars together. We're 32 now and we're still best friends. And through the ebbs and flows of growing up, we are able to laugh about it now, but I've never been more grateful to have received a text that I shouldn't have. There's a lot going on with this story. So in summary, she is best friends with her cousin. Mm -hmm. She's dating someone they break up. But before that, they had planned that the cousin was going to go with her boyfriend to prom. The prom thing confuses me. So I think what she was saying is she made plans with a guy friend to go to prom mm -hmm. before she got her boyfriend. So then she didn't want to dump her friend. So she said, mm -hmm. you know what? Go with my cousin. Then we'll all just be together. And basically the cousin would be going with her. The guy mm -hmm. she was going with, she'd be with her boyfriend. But since they broke up, the cousin still went with the guy and later to find out that they actually started dating after that. And the links people are taking in these stories are just absurd. The fact that they would park their cars in random parking lots or make sure their cars were not together. So she wouldn't find out, but all of her friends knew and everybody in the town. I mean, it doesn't say everyone in the town. I guess I'm assuming that. But in small towns, I feel like people know. Yeah, well, she says we live in a small town. So all of our other friends knew and everyone kept her in the dark. How? I know. I feel like it would have came out way sooner. I mean, truth is truth and truth always comes out. We keep saying that. Truth That's is truth. I feel like how could this go on when they're also cousins? Did he not go to family functions at all? That's so true. I mean, maybe not for the first three months. Maybe they don't have a lot of family functions. But also yeah. the fact that. How'd they she, think that was going to play out? Not well. <laughs> Somebody was bound to found, find out. And the fact that she accidentally texted the girl 
But bro, how many times have you accidentally texted? Or the worst is if you're screenshotting oh and you God, actually so send the screenshot I did that to before. the person. I did that before. I've done that before too. Oh my gosh, it's so bad. I did it before and I saw somewhere online that like gave me this tip and it definitely didn't work. So I've, I've approached the situation in two ways. One saying, I just wanted to see how dumb you sound right now. You just need to read <laughs> back what you're saying. I've said oh that my to God, so- you gaslighter. <laughs> it's bad. Dark times. Um, And then another time I was flat out like, yeah, I was sending that to my mom. Like I thought she'd be appalled too. And I just admitted that I was going to send it to That's my mom. That's crazy. I don't remember what I've said. I mean, it was definitely always in an oh, argument situation. you know situation what I've heard, though, that you can say to kind of clear up for yourself is, so apparently you do this oh, and you say, I wanted to make sure you were getting my messages or that my messages were coming through. Something along the lines of- It looks of, like something's missing yeah, or I don't know if I my think text something's messages missing. are sending. Are my, I wanted to see if you were getting all these messages that I was sending or did I mm-hmm. wanted to see if I was getting all your messages and- frame it like that it's way better than i ever framed anything oh i was just out you were there. either straight up didn't care or total gaslight i don't know who i was <laughs> that's wild okay so the third and final shady story it goes this story isn't exposing anyone else it's just me exposing myself mm. but one time i was changing into my workout clothes at school when i started to put on my sneaker I felt something fuzzy and warm in the bottom. I thought it was like a random piece of fabric or a sock or something, but when I pulled it out, it was a live mouse. I screamed and shoved it back down into my sneaker, and I saw the janitor walking down the hall. So I ran up to him and just straight up said, yeah, so there's a live live mouse in my shoe. And he was like, what? And it was really embarrassing, but he got rid of the mouse, though. So that was a plus. I feel for her. You feel personally victimized because she claims this is exposing herself and Mm -hmm. you are about to do the same? I mean, I guess. Oh, you knew when you picked this one. Right when I started reading, I saw Mouse. Mouse. I'm like, you picked this because you've had a similar experience Uh, that you are willing to share with the class. (laughs) So, about, this is probably what, like two years ago now? No, honey, it was not that long ago. (laughs) No, it was way more recent than that. So I honestly feel like it was last winter. I'm just saying. Well, we okay. (laughs) So I don't know where to start because this is honestly a pretty in-depth story and a lot to unpack. But I had to stay here at your house for a prolonged period of time because we were both convinced that we had COVID. We did not have COVID. I don't even think we felt sick. We I think we just wanted sick. an excuse Honestly, I to think hang that's out. What it was. Well, I think it was that we were with somebody. Yes. Who, yeah, that's what it was. So we went to a birthday dinner. We were with somebody that said they had COVID mm-hmm. and we were just terrified. And so... We took it very serious mm-hmm. and decided to quarantine. For- you wouldn't let Evan come home? Oh, no. So Brittany moved in. Evan moved out. And we quarantined together for two weeks. Her family brought a full pantry, dropped it off for us. Yes. The entire kitchen was on the doorstep. All my work stuff closed for about a month. All on it the was porch. wild. 
We did not leave the home as as one shouldn't. Um, but we really took took it super far. And during that time, I we had to move my car because the um the driveway was being put in. Something like something that. random. Anyways, in that time, you thought it was a good idea to bring a whole roll of toilet paper into my car. This was you because I, you, you needed the whole, this is important to the story. You brought a whole roll of toilet paper in the car and you had it, you like put it by like the feet of the passenger seat. What was I planning on doing? You were using it because your nose was running. (laughs) (laughs) So there were symptoms. (laughs) So so we had reason to believe that we did have COVID. Um, In the winter, my nose was running (laughs) crazy. (laughs) quarantine okay go ahead so um anyways fast forward two weeks we're getting in my car for the first time packing up everything yeah you did you were like um Brittany I think something happened here because it was just down to the like bottom shredded toilet paper shredded toilet paper everywhere and just like little tiny crumbs of it leading up into the glove box so I got a stick and I used the stick to prop open the glove box and it just went poof and (laughs) I mean I didn't see anything other than a nest of toilet paper in my glove box. When we looked it up it said that if you have a mouse in your car that that's what they'll do. And they just conveniently had all the right supplies to make and the home your, of their dreams. Your car was their best house they've ever had. Oh, yeah. They they lived in that thing for God knows how long because... Yeah, so then it kept happening. It did keep happening. We, we get rid of everything. Bless my dad. He came over, had gloves, went through it all. We did see a mouse jump out. And run. And run. But it was from like the back left side of my car. And it yeah, ran. Yeah, well, we never totally figured out how it was getting in. But this mouse, it's like it recognized your car. And Every my time car you only. came over, it was like, my house is back. And would go right back into Britt's car. Yes. <laughs> so for a while, I had traps in my car. And I had gone through instances where I would hear traps snap behind me. And I thought I was going to have to see a dead mouse and I would be bawling and like have to pull over my car. Um, that went on for months. There was, oh, I remember there, okay, so there's two, two main situations that happened after that. So one being I was leaving your house again, because if, if we don't know by now, I live here part time. I'm here <laughs> basically as much as I am at my own home. Um, and I was getting Starbucks on my way home. And I went to go put my Starbucks in the cup holder and there was acorns everywhere. And I was like, why is this here? And I was like, oh my gosh, the mouse is saving food. When you told me that though, I remember you bringing that up and I was like, it's not the mouse. You have a squirrel. (laughs) (laughs) And remember, yeah, because why would there be another animal? (laughs) I was just convinced at that point, there's no way the same mouse was figuring like, Oh, recognizing your car I knew it over was and over mouse. again and yeah somehow you knew and then I um fast forward again another couple months I was at the gas station and I was emptying out the trash in my car and I see these little t- oh, so so gross little tiny it looks like like rice that was it was mouse poop. yeah it was mouse <laughs> droppings um so I call my mom and 
I go, I have reason to believe this mouse is still living in my car. And unbeknownst to me, apparently traps were being put in my car without my knowledge. But thankfully, because your dad had already caught that mouse. Yes. He just didn't tell her. No one told me for months that. Well, he didn't want you to be scared that it was confirmed in there. In the car. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I drove around terrified because realistically, one, scared because mice are disgusting. I had this like vivid thought that it was going to like crawl through the air vents and like I was just going to see its face what? one day. That was my fear. But my other f- mice are cute. No, no you're thinking rats. <gasps> you're not thinking the little cute. I know. I, I know. But I still didn't want to see its face. Either way, you I don't w- want something jumping out while you're driving. No. That's so dangerous because then I would like veer off the road and yeah. that would not be good. But also if it chewed up my brake like cords, and I couldn't stop my car. That was a thought that I had. Just in an instant, you thought it was going to do that? I mean, it would clearly was in there over time, though. But at that point, while you're driving every time, you would feel the brakes getting a little weaker. Mm-hmm. Well, the, you made it through. The Chronicles conclude with, I sold my vehicle. Not just because of the mouse. I mean, it was time for my vehicle to go. It. You know, that was an easy excuse for you. It though. was an easy excuse to say, OK, the time has come. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. I bought a new car and I still have like a slight fear when I park my car in your driveway that the mouse will find its way back. But other people have parked their car in the same spot as you never had mm-hmm. that problem. So I do feel like it a little bit was the car. It must have been easy access somehow. I think so. Or it was just living in the front of my vehicle. Maybe. That's creepy to think about, but you made it through. We got rid of it. You got rid of it. Hopefully Mm -hmm. it doesn't happen again when it gets cold. Don't put that thought in my mind. you have a new car. Fingers crossed, man. We'll see. Yeah, we'll keep you in our thoughts. Mm -hmm. But that concludes the fifth episode. So thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we will see you on the next one. Bye, everyone. Bye.